You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Podcast. This is episode number 126 of the Central Indiana's Favorite Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today, today I'm joined by co-host Dakota Davis, outgoing intern Mason Roddinghouse, producer Chris Guffey, and Councilman Clay Morgan's our guest. Today's episode features, of course, the legendary, the once missing, but now returned, the prodigal son of the boss hog of liberty, Mr. Clay Morgan. You know him as the county councilman at large. The uh, barber to the, the stars, proverbial. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he's the proverbial stick in the mud on the county council when it comes to the budget, as so we've been told here. Six to one, everybody. <laughs> not, not anymore. Not not the only stick in the mud now. So but we are good. we are going to talk to Clay about the county budget. Uh, the what's been going third on there? Most tenured member of the Henry County Council, and we are also going to be talking to him about uh, well, some time in the. In our media partner's uh, newspaper, the Courier Times, they said you're running for Henry County Commissioner in the Middle District or mm-hmm. something like that. So we're going to we're gonna talk a little bit more about that as well. So make sure you stick around to the end. There might be some breaking news. Who knows? So this show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hope, hopefully you'll always learn something new. You learn something new, like two blocks down the road from us now, there's a fountain, and you can go throw your coins mm-hmm. in it. And those coins go to pay for 1400 Plaza. So throw them in, everybody. <laughs> it's uh, There's no water yet. Does your wish come true? <laughs> Maybe if your wish is to have a well-funded parking lot. Just, just take your take your Aldi quarters and chunk them in there and see how it, see how it all works out. I can. I gave all my quarters to Chris whenever yeah. he bought me grill. It's true. <laughs> that's the end. Of, that's so, the end of your quarters. Yeah, that was that was the last of them. I haven't had a chance to restock. Who carries cash anymore? This is 2019. I told somebody that the other day. I uh, <laughs> I don't know where I, I, this story is going. Nowhere. Somebody asked me if I had cash for something. I said, No, I'm a millennial. I haven't had cash in ten years. <laughs> I haven't had over twenty dollars in ten years. But I, I have a, literally true. no idea. Zach Bertram's watching the live feed. He wants to know if we're going to get any Dale Junior updates. Uh, as in the last three hours, uh, our Dale Earnhardt Jr. has his plane crashed in Bristol, Tennessee. Uh, he and his wife and his kid and the two pilots are all okay, but in the hospital. So I, if you want an update, go watch the Dale Jr. download on NBC a plane Sports. Crash though the plane de- like it, it, it's like a train derailment. It came off the runway and ran into the road, and the wing broke off, and the thing was burning. Oh wow! It was ugly. Yeah. Wow. NBC Sports Dale Earnhardt Jr. So it's uh that's scary. That's terrifying. The uh, that's like every, everyone who ever flies, that's their worst fear. The IndyCar nerd in me says, oh, my God, it's Bristol again. And that's where Alan Kowicki died in 1993. So the NASCAR champion. Hmm. No so one that, else gets that reference. Well, uh, so, I know, Zach, the guy that asked the question, I guarantee he's listened to uh, every bit of uh, Dinner with Racers with the Alan Kowicki, the four-parter for that. So you're a, you're a proven liar, Dakota. Uh, we proven. don't know. He, he hasn't said anything. All right. Patreon. So, we got some Patreon folks to thank. Of course, we always have the people over at the Patreon side to thank. Uh, everybody who contributes at any level deserves 
some sort of a special thank you. Uh, we announced we had a new member a couple weeks ago, so uh, those folks are always joining, always discovering what is behind the paywall, what we put out every week for those folks. And, uh, of course, there's also special events that we put on, and if you want to get on that, get in on that at any level, uh, we encourage you to start at $5 a month, but you can uh, make custom donations as well. Um, Name your price. It's like yeah, Priceline.com. That's right. It's uh, If you want to give $1.50 a month, if that's all you think we're worth, then we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take anything. Uh, Zach Burcham's in the chat. Alan Kowicki is an American hero, Dakota Davis. <laughs> God dang it, Zach. <laughs> Why'd you have to betray me like The number that? seven Hooters forward, man. The Underbird. Come on. I thought we had some kind of special bond because we were neighbors for two years. Oh, man. Our racing our racing ties are much deeper than y'all sharing a street. Whatever. Uh, we, If you want to get in on the Patreon, then it's patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. And if you contribute at $50 or more a month, then we promise to tell the entire world about how great you are. And those folks starting with... Mr. Christopher Bilbrey, of course, from all the way from Hawaii, Craig DeCosta, our good friend Jonathan Phillips, and the always lovely Chrissy Avery. Thank you to all those folks. Special recognition for Chris Bilbrey. He was on uh, the Tony Katz show this week on, M- on 93.1. Huge controversies going on up in Muncie. Check out, uh, <laughs> check out, uh, Bilbrey's, uh, Bilbrey's show, Perception is Reality. They actually had a city councilman resign today, or city council person resign sure. today in Muncie. Yeah. Crazy, oh, really today. crazy stuff going on up there. Yep. Zach says you, you stepped out when, uh, when you moved south of Q. So you, all the allegiances are over when you moved <laughs> south of Q. Somebody else has already put in for the open seat now. Uh, Darren Lee is in the chat saying Alan Kowicki started the backward victory lap. That's right. The Polish victory lap after his first win at Phoenix. There's so many Alan Kowicki fans in the, in the, How is in this the chat. Turning into, we, we give, we do one annual Indy 500 show. This is not, we're talking. This NASCAR is not it. it. That was the Xerox Ford. Anyway. And if you join the Patreon, it's not a promise, but it's almost a Mason rotting house guarantee. If, uh, if you're a Patreon member and you move from outside the County into the County, Mason will show up and personally help you move. Is that right? I did help. You, you did a help Libby, current Patreon member, move on Sunday, out of the kindness of my heart. How did that go? There's kindness in your heart. It's news. Barely, to me. and it only shows for certain individuals. So know where you stand, Libby. <laughs> Libby is joining us she, as a Patreon member. Her first week in Henry County. She uh, she can't get Comcast yet to be able to stream from home. So we said, Libby. Come on down to the studio. Come on in, and you can you can watch from here. Once once the Comcast is working and they get the uh, get the Xfinity thing all worked out, she can she can start watching from her uh, her living room. But until then, she's she's watching live in the studio. But uh, yeah, so we we moved them into. They're in Westwood. They're 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 very pretty. They're right there. by the golf course. We can go golf all we want. They could. You really screw up a tee shot, you probably could end up in their yard. I'm really bad. So. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, that could be a nice side business for you guys, just picking up uh, lost golf balls and then take them to the clubhouse and try to resell. Half of them are probably mine, so you could probably just give them back. <laughs> after after we got all their boxes moved, what happened? We got into we found we were moving some things well, back into their, we their moving, mini barn. We were moving some things down the mini barn, which is already horrific to get to. So I will come help you fix that. Um, and Jeremiah, he's, he's got so many. He's volunteering. But for I've so got much. so many plans. Um, we're out there, you know, moving you're, things. You're into expecting the dinner bar. once a week over there, once right? Once a week at the Potters, yes. Um, if dinner's well, once a week for free, Libby, I'll, I'll help. <laughs> <laughs> so Guffy, Guffy knows Thursdays he's at the studio, and then maybe Tuesday nights at Potters. And you've you've got you're 
two two sevenths of the way to a, a a full week. Clay, when can I come over for dinner <laughs> on a weekly basis? <laughs> I'll give that some thought. Sunday supper. <laughs> Sunday yeah. supper. In other words, stay away. <laughs> we were uh, <laughs> we were unloading some boxes and trying to get stuff out from. Uh, from I guess the cutoff from inside the garage and out, we wanted to get stuff out just in case it rained. So we started moving things in the mini barn and everything. And we found we found an electric chainsaw, and we find this electric. I thought chainsaw. it was battery operated, and I'm like, it says it's so many amps, and I couldn't find. I, I pulled the trigger and it didn't work. It barely even worked. And then somebody's <laughs> like, you have to plug it in, dumbass. I'm like, oh, all right, hang on. Well, then it still didn't work, and we had to beat it around a little bit and unplug it and plug it back in, and we finally got it going. And somebody said, well, yeah, let's cut that limb off. And then somebody said, let's cut it at the base. And so we cut a tree. So Mason cut about a fifty-five foot tall tree down <laughs> with with a dropped a it across the driveway blade. with all of the help still uh, still stuck on the other side of the tree that he dropped. So oh. everybody's like, "God dang it, Mason! We can't leave!" And then all of a sudden, it turned of. into a chainsaw party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so, Kevin Kevin couldn't get the chainsaw going. And then. Once we got it cut down, he decided he could get the freaking chainsaw going, so it made the job ten times easier. But we had a lot of fun. It was I, a good time. I, this is why I always like to help people move. People, they people pay bitch you about in no, 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 no. Well, yeah, well, that's too. But it's a fun <laughs> thing. It's like a barn raising. I somebody's like, oh, they want me to help them move. I'm like, yeah, let's go. It's fun. It's a good. I, day. I enjoy going out there. I was. I'm happy. I was able to get the time. You're the one person that gets me, Mason, because Dakota's like, oh, I don't want to help him. It's just no fun. Well, it's I social up, time. Well, Danny, um, did I say that? It's, did those words come out? You, of my mouth? When is the last time you volunteered to help for something hard? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Danny needed help getting <laughs> no that idea. Uh, snowmobile <laughs> out of the back of his because truck. Because I do it day. all the time, Jeremiah. And Chris and Danny already got out of the bed <laughs> of the truck and I show up late. And so I'm just out there talking to Danny and Chris. So you would do it again? 1010 would do oh, it again? Oh, absolutely. We have fun out there. All right. So Saturday? I'm. I'll be at home. I'll be at Purdue. <laughs> It'll be boiler upping. This is the uh, that we're sending you off today, Mason. This is the one weekend, the one year anniversary of of what got you on the show. This is actually is it the today? Gold Rush Week is today. It ventriloquist uh, was Andy it Dr- Gross ventrilo- ventriloquist Thursday slash comedian whatever he was. Yeah, um, yeah. I this is about a year since the first time I phoned in. Yeah. I mean, we weren't. It wasn't this studio either. It was, no, it was the old studio. We old had a, studio. we had a few more weeks left in the uh, in the old studio. Yep, right around Labor Day, I think, is when we moved last year. Yep. Oh, Andy Gross. So there you go. So, all right. Well, well, he hasn't gotten any better. All right, Clay. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since you've been on the show. It has been a while. However, it has been a while. Uh, whenever I googled Clay Morgan, Henry County, Indiana. Your profile on BossHogLiberty.com still shows up. Still shows as a as yeah. a co-host. So, Thank we you. we never forgot about you. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I have an announcement. I appreciate my, it. My wife just left. <laughs> I don't know if this is a permanent thing or I I, I don't know. She's, I hope she's not. still no. entitled nice, to your money. It'd be nice if she brought me a beer, but whatever. <laughs> That's what Guffy's for. <laughs> or intern Mason. You, uh, so you, I can't touch that. Oh, look at her. She's, oh, she came back. She's retrieving one. She's so nice. She's trying. She smoked. She the tries. Chair. You hey, uh, play when you've been married for. Wow. 15, 20 years. Don't, does this does this still happen? It can. It can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Is this like Kroger? Do you have to have somebody else hold that for you? And then... What do you mean? <laughs> when I worked at Kroger, I checked people out with the alcohol. Did, did you make them scan it themselves? No. Were you allowed to do that? You can't no. scan it. I can now. You have to be two years younger than a the 
purchasing age. I have no, hmm. that's yep. such a they have to be rule. nineteen. Yep, that's weird. You have to be nineteen to scan alcohol. Clay, since you're hmm. on the council, can you fix that for us? Uh, no. What? <laughs> what kind of freedom can you create, Clay? Uh, not too much. So you, like I said, you were on the, you were a co-host yeah. at, at one point in time. You were one of the founding members. Aww. One of our, um, uh, for a long time, still on our, the website as a host. Yeah, we just covered that about five minutes ago. He was worried about the, his wife leaving. Ah, uh, that's what, that it was. what it was. He thought it was permanent. Yes. <laughs> We, uh, one hope of our, hope my key works when I get home <laughs> for the longest time, our highest ranking, if not, I'm moving to Purdue, our highest ranking downloaded episode <laughs> for the longest time. Our highest ranking downloaded episode <laughs> was, uh, uh, Clay Morgan, Abe Lincoln, war criminal. I remember that. One. I, yeah. I had, I had Clay very un- yeah. uncomfortable when I called Abe Lincoln a war criminal. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I yeah. remember that episode. Yeah. Faintly. I just Faintly. wanted to let you relive that. Abe is moment. still a war criminal, yeah. by the way. He yeah. he suspended right. habeas corpus. He, he's a... He's, he's down in history as... He's uh, not a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did like one good thing and then he got assassinated and we remember him for that one good thing. Which is, is that what know, it is? Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, it was a pretty significant good Dakota, thing. if you were it to be assassinated, what would you be <laughs> Pretty <for>? significant. <laughs> What'd you say? That if you were to be assassinated, what you'd be no- what would you be known for? This. <laughs> yeah, doubt it. <laughs> I would probably not like most people just not be remembered. I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say his rants against Mayor Greg York. You think that would be it? Yeah. Mm, I hope not. So you-, you left us in 2017 because apparently having five kids and a wife and trying to run a business and also being on the county council makes you busy. Right. I, I went Whatever through a very, yeah, I was in a busy time of my life. I was on different boards and, and volunteering here and there. And <laughs> you really cared there for a minute. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and like all of a sudden it was like, I need to slow down a little bit. So yeah. So I started resigning and, uh, like there was a board or two. I finished my, well, one board, I finished my term and I didn't, you know, so, and I resigned from a couple others. And so you're really down sales downsized my life during that time yeah yeah there's a there's only so many hours in the day but it, that, it, it was beneficial i enjoyed that time away from everything from getting away <laughs> from these people from everything yeah. I mean, we were when we when clay started with us we were around the dining room table still in my house yes. i mean it was this was early early yes. early the very yes. early there was days. no video there was no camera no, I think we our were... first episode with camera was with Nate Lamar, and, and he about stroked out when he found out we were going to be on, on the camera. <laughs> Clay's, uh, Clay's former cohort yeah. on the uh, county council. Okay. But you also are the barber of the stars, as Jeremiah mentioned. Barber yeah. to the stars. Yeah, yeah. barber to the stars. Uh, you guys have the best fades around. You're the official barber shop of the Boss Hawk of Liberty. Which I haven't had my haircut too. Do you, weeks, do so you sell him? I was wondering if he me. was coming in today, actually, because he usually comes in right before the episodes. Do I you would sell have, him the I, product? Have, do you have the the fop or whatever it is that he puts in the Dapper Dan? What do you, uh-huh, what, yeah. what do you put we in? We have sold him some product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's he use? Yeah. What the, uh, as the barber? What's what's he use? Well, how no, do you get he, the Dakota Davis look? Was, well, what here, do you have here's, here's when you sit down in the chair? What do you have to ask for? He he left me. Oh no! Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, is I there mean, any chance he'll be coming back? He, I think he will. I think he will. <laughs> um, he still comes to MVP. It's just I now have another barber, you know, that that has been servicing him. Right. You yeah. uh, oh. you cut my you cut my hair like three weeks ago. I did when when she wasn't and, there. Yeah. And uh, Chris got mad at me for letting you cut my hair. Oh, I, I did. Just, I so. called him a traitor. He, he was just. So he so you know. turned around and let me cut his hair just the other day. 
Well, there were circumstances that wouldn't allow <laughs> me to get my hair cut by her. Well, did you did you try really hard? Did you do everything in your power? I did. Hmm. All right. Whatever. And Whatever then I that called means. Then I called Clay and I said, "Hey, can you fit me in?" And like a good barber, he just said, "Come on down, buddy." Dropped everything come and let down. you come I crawling did. back. I did. did he have the newspaper in there for you to read? <laughs> don't think I'm just asking. Wow, that was a good inside joke. Do you that have was, that was a good clap? Do you back. have like <laughs> do you have like four thousand people a day that come through the barbershop and read your newspaper? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I guess it is more I guess, than yeah. more I guess than that the, on a good day. I guess the editor has a good has a point. Then hell with it. <laughs> Just, um, just give it, give away the product for free. Since then, I was, I found out just earlier, I was kicked out of that group. <laughs> but really, so, you've really been politely asked. To speaking leave. about <laughs> speaking about the barbershop, I really do want to talk a little bit more about the shop itself. Okay, how long have you been cutting hair? Have I been cutting hair or been at the shop? Cutting hair, cutting hair. I started barbering when I was nineteen <coughs> years old, and I'm now forty four. Cosmetology school. Yeah, cosmetologist. I've seen the license. Licensed (laughs) cosmetologist, yes. I always joke around about that and tell people I'm a fake barber. So, Um, But anyhow, I've always worked in a barbershop since I was 19. So quite a few years. Have you always just wanted to be a barber? About my sophomore year in high school. Cosmetologist. Yeah. Yeah. About my sophomore year in high school. All right. Let's get back to my question that you dodged. Yeah. What's that? When Clay, when he sits down, when Dakota sits down in the chair, what does he ask for? What is, how do you get this look? What's the product in the hair? And what does he, what does he have to ask for? What is this called? He really doesn't have to ask for anything. Do you call it a pompadour? What is it? Listen, I go in once a week. They just know what I want. We just do it. Yeah. So what's it called? But it has been a progression. What is is your, what, this is, we actually, is it? Sometimes we'll ask people, "Do you want the Dakota Davis?" Oh, mm. is there is there a book and he's in it? Yeah, it's do, called do the uh, the Great Value or Great Deals magazine. It's true, you are the model in the is. <laughs> that is true. In that one, do you get kickbacks for that? Dakota? Royalties? Yeah, I haven't gotten this. Have that you have not been compensated for your likeness? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Hold on, hold on, I got this. MVP could join the Patreon for God's sake for for using oh, your likeness. Geez. Stuff just fell and broke over here at the producer's desk. Guffy's Guffy's dusty wallet has come Guffy's out. Guffy's pulling out money, and here comes oh, what a, is it? Here comes a hair a free coupon. Whoa, 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 a look free at that. haircut, a voucher. Oh man! Why do I have one of those? We've already talked about that. I get a discount if you go once a week. You don't have to pay a tip. Why do you have to go once a week? Your hair doesn't grow that fast, does it? Yeah, it goes you, really. Dude, listen. This was all bald. Two he's weeks a ago. model. Okay, it was bald on the sides two weeks ago. I can make that bald you for shoot free. Up testosterone. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, some TRT. That's how he grows that <laughs> neck beard. That's why he's been working out. Uh-huh. It's the, can't you tell how ripped I am? He's uh, <laughs> he's very potent. Just ask Audrey. <laughs> so, uh, Clay, now that I've given away my free haircut to Dakota as a kickback, when will you be supporting some foundation to where I can go buy a hamburger and get another haircut? Go buy a hamburger. Yeah, that's how I got that one. And get another haircut. I got, oh. the, I got that one when you sponsored the sheriff's thing. Really? Yeah. That was a long time ago. That's two years, buddy. That's the one you've been saving? <laughs> I, listen, he if told all me takes, he's been saving one just in case he didn't have money. <laughs> if all it was takes like forever. is your business card with the word free on the back, I'm never going to have to pay for it again. I don't want to say that those could be counterfeited, but uh-oh. <laughs> that's not a sign. I, that's well, not anything. I've back. never used one. That one's expired. 
that has no expiration date. It just says free. Yeah, back when I did that, I just handed out a limited amount. Limited amount? You're about to have a lot more come in. (laughs) And then when they brought it in, I would just rip it up. I just trusted the people. Next in Newcastle, time I come Indiana. in, and you're missing all your business cards, <laughs> and I start coming in at once a week, like hey, Dakota Davis. He has. I want the Dakota but Davis. Like he's he he just. Told I don't you know. He hasn't done this in two years. I don't know if yeah. you could get the Dakota yeah. Davis. Mason. Since that time, I, I put labels on the back. I still carry some on me, but Listen, they say it, free haircut. Proof. By proof. Clay we Morgan. need proof. It has been a long process. That's, that's, there are parts of my hair that had to be grown out and parts that needed to be cut shorter. Right there. And so it, it's been a process. It's a, label. There. it's a label now. That's mm-hmm. how I... Is that one mine? You know. No, also don't give it to me. No, you're going to Purdue. <laughs> oh, I tried. So yeah. but, so you were cutting hair at the age of 19. Yeah. And, and you started barbering at a... You rented a booth. Is that the correct term? Yeah, it was at the Village Judge Barber Shop. Uh, close to the Ball State campus, yeah, I started over there. Chirp, with, chirp. With uh, a guy named Randy and Roger and Patty was mm-hmm. the female barber in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, was there with did, him did for Did Patty a ride a motorcycle? I don't think she rode a motorcycle. I don't think she – but she was a good barber. She was a really good barber. But but that's where I started at 19. Why, so. do you, why did you decide to open a shop? Was B-dubs right next to you guys? No. We didn't have, like, really anything next to us. There used to be beat I mean, ups in the village block, at Ball State. A block from us was the village pantry there on the corner. Right. And White Spot Laundry. You're outside of the actual village. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the beat we ups used to be right there. Do you remember this back back in that era? Buffalo no. Wild Wings? Oh. Well, I remember Buffalo Wild Wings, but it wasn't there where we were at. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, specific. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you decide to go into business for yourself? So. So actually, it, it, it's a cool story how MVP came about. So it, it'll take me just a couple minutes here to explain it. Buckle your seatbelts. The, the floor is yours. We can allow 10 Guffy, minutes to the, the gentleman from stick, north of 38. Guffy, please yes. mute everyone else's mics to keep from interrupt, keep interruptions so, from happening. So what, what actually happened, so I, I've, I've always kind of done a little this, done a little that. I worked at church full-time, I barbered full-time, and then I went to church full-time again and just did some different things. Anyways... So what had happened, um, back when I was making my county council run for the first time, I actually was pretty much a stay-at-home dad. So my wife went to uh, work full-time. She wanted to become a nurse, so she did that, and we kind of traded roles for a while. So anyways... How'd you do with nursing? How'd she do or how'd I how'd do? How'd you do? How'd I do? Yeah. Actually... As full-time dad, I assume you had... Well, they had you know... It it my nipples hurt yeah uh, often you know chafing for, well for some reason nothing yeah. was coming out oh damn so anyways then my wife you know reminded me that I needed to use the bottle so I was like oh okay <laughs> and then everything was fine after kids I, probably looked after I did after that, that. Yeah, yeah it was a little weird but so anyways um, so I'm on advance you know through a lot of lot of life but anyways we just reached this point where um, I had my council income. My wife was making, you know, some income, um, and I was just like, man, we just need a little bit more. Like, it, we didn't need a lot more, just a little bit more, because we was kind of gradually falling behind each month. And so, unlike what we did in county government, you know, whenever we would fall behind a little bit, we just kind of, you know, say, what the heck, and just borrow money and go on, right, <laughs> or raise a tax. But I couldn't do that in my personal endeavors, so... So what I did the is... The middle district uh, dad didn't just have money? Right. So... Weird. <laughs> I just said, uh, I said, you know, I, 
we I, something's got to give here, you know, because we kept trying and trying. And so me and my wife had a discussion one morning about uh, finances because I, I get a little stressed every once in a while. And uh, man, I to be honest with you, this is this is what happened. I go out into the yard because I'd talked to Scott Lightfoot about working with him part time before just to make that little extra until you get your real estate career started. Well, you know, exactly. <laughs> but that didn't, uh, wasn't going to work out. So I was just like, okay. So anyways, that morning I went out into my backyard and I'm just, and, and I'm walking around in my backyard and all I did, I said a little prayer and I said, God, something has to give. Like I've, something's got to, got to break here. And that's really about it. And and then I, I just kind of went back in, started my day. And uh, within a couple of hours, I'd got a call from the Lightfoots. And I was like, they said they wanted to talk. I was like, okay, I'll be down there. So I go in there and Brady Lightfoot, you know, pulls me to the back room. And he says, uh, hey, man, just want to let you know, we hadn't been trying to ignore you or anything. He said, but uh, we're closing the shop down. I was like, oh, okay, well, that explains it, you yeah. know? So we chit-chatted for about 20 minutes, and right before I walked out the door, it hit me. All I have to do is start cutting hair, yeah. and it's mine. So anyways, to the point, about an hour later, we had a deal worked out, and I had a barbershop. And you were in business. So that was three years ago, about July 1st. And now you've transformed into the extremely so. successful man that sits before us. Yes, exactly. Uh, something like that. Really? James Neese is uh, watching the chat, and he wants to know Clay's opinion for bar patrons asking for cocaine. This is in reference to ah. the state representative Forrestal, who beat James Neese in 2012 for that seat in the state house. I see, I see. Uh, he's just wanting to know what you think about uh, about the uh, about the uh, Forrestal situation. Have you been following? Uh, barely. I, I saw that there were some issues there. I saw he was having some difficulty. And, this is uh, uh, Indianapolis yeah. uh, District 100. The state rep. He was. Uh, on, in an east side bar, uh, pretending to be a cop, allegedly. He's a fireman and he's a state rep, but he, that wasn't enough. He pretended to be a cop, got himself followed and uh, arrested, thrown on the ground, messed up, refused a blood draw, and uh, apparently now, he now he's retained Jim Foyles. Apparently he was asking folks at the bar for some coke. For cocaine. He was doing an <laughs> undercover drug bust. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I, Potentially mm. he'll be a... Uh, he was just trying to be a hero. There's, there's only like seven <laughs> Democrats yeah. that are in the state house right now as as elected. So he'd be he'd probably be sitting right next to our boy Aaron Dickin if uh, if Aaron wins next year in the race he's in. Could have been. They could be best friends. Could have been. He'll have a hookup if he wants to bring some coke back to the county. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just scratch my head and go, "Why?" Yeah. Aaron uh, Aaron might be uh, Newcastle's right. very own Walter White. James, we're gonna we're gonna write that down and note that Clay dodged your question. And I tried. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, James. If you uh, if you join Patreon at fifty bucks a month, I'll I'll come at him again with it. I just need my phone to chirp and let me know that you really that you really jumped in there. So before I I asked you if you could if you could take care of some legal issues for us, we're not going to ask you to take care of legal issues like what James Neese has, but the county council. Okay, it. He brought the budget, everybody. If you'll yeah, hold that yeah. up for the camera, he has literally brought in you the brought county it. budget. Kinda. That you are uh, you're responsible for this now, being one of the most senior members of the council. This what? is you, buddy. One thing that I I think that you're people, on the podium of of tenure on the council. Right, you're something? there. 
that fast. One election, and I'm You're I'm there. a senior member. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I I think that people always need to be reminded of is that the county council is the fiscal body of yeah. the county government. You you don't you don't make the ordinances, right? So. Right. I I just want to get that cleared out first right. things first as we right. as we start talking about the county budget so that no one comes at you and asks why Riley Road has a speed limit of 30 miles an hour when children are present. Right. You know, just can't do nothing. You can't deal can't with those people. Right. They just and That's my final thoughts. Thanks that, for ruining that. <laughs> that's city council. <laughs> and, and and that would be the city. That is true. Yeah. So, but uh, you know. All right. So I, Guffy's up on that. Exactly. Yeah, for some is. reason. He knows. For some some mysterious reason. So you guys you guys just got out of the out of the budget session, which I say just got out of, but it was a few months ago, right? Um week and a half to two weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so must, we, we met on longer than I thought. July thirtieth. <laughs> July thirtieth, July thirty first, August sixth, I think it was, and then August eighth uh, for a little bit. Huh. So whenever I started pitching this episode to you, you guys were still in the in the midst of it. See, so when I started pitching this episode to you, I thought that you guys had already finished. Yeah, not co- not complete. Not shows complete. what I know. Don't you listen guys, to me. Have you adopted the budget now? No, you still. No. You, it's so a, it's a process. You you guys have workshops. Yeah. yeah, and then you come up with a plan, and then you ask for the state government to kiss the ring. Well, there's a public hearing. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the auditor sends our budget off. Um, and we can't, once we send it off, we can cut it, but we can't up it, right? I think I is how you. it goes. But then there's a public hearing. That's actually August 22nd at uh, 5.30 at the courthouse there. And uh, then it's we... It's a part, portion of the regular council meeting. Yeah, it's right so before. It just, yeah. It's right before. It's actually 30 minutes of its own allotted time. And then um, September, yeah, September council meeting will be budget adoption. Your uh, the bottom line on that budget is it uh, about thirteen fourteen million bucks again this year? What's uh, yeah. what, what are we spending? It's right around. I, I don't have the exact right, you final number. Your, come I on. have the department numbers, but yeah, it is it is like thirteen million. I mean, we can yeah. have we can have intern Mason add it up for you if you want him to. Right, I'm really just bad at push math. Push it over. He's got an iPhone. Just comb through all these. You count pills but every day by fives. <laughs> well, I don't care if you count by fives. Heck, most of the time I just throw them in the machine and let it count itself. Thing automation taking our good jobs. This is why we need Andrew Yang and Universal Basic Income. Yang gang. <laughs> <laughs> but the county, we've been we we haven't been in the best fiscal health right for for a while. Right. And uh, I just just take a a walk into MVP Barbershop and ask Clay about the Henry County budget, and uh, he'll let you know about it. Right. Yeah. You've been very outspoken about. Uh, your displeasure with all of it. So I, I let's just let's let's talk about um, the things that you guys have had to do in the past as far as trying to make cuts because those tough decisions of cutting departments' budget that that comes to you guys, right? It's supposed to, right? Yeah. You're, what do you mean it's supposed to? <laughs> you're figuring it out. Right. So you mean the auditor just doesn't let you know what well, happened later? Is that what this means? Well, what what I'm saying or is, is that what used to happen? To, <laughs> what I'm saying is I really enjoy working with our new auditor. Oh, okay. Yeah, there right. we go. She's she's doing a great job. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Mason, are you picking up what he's laying down? Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just waiting for the open gate because you know I love to talk about it. 
So, but yeah, there <laughs> has been times in looks the past. Like, looks where like there's a crack. Go on there, through. There has been times in the past where stuff gets cut, and I'm like, how did that get cut from there? Right. Yeah. And so my first few and, years, and the fact that you, a member of right now, the senior member of the fiscal body. <laughs> Third. Did, top did three. know about it. Third. Yeah. By uh, January of next year, you'll be in the top two. 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 Yeah. So you're so close. I'm, I'm almost <laughs> there. I'm almost there. If Harold becomes sheriff magically again, you're you're number one. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, stuff would would kind of happen there, and you know, um, but after there, there's a couple little short stories that I could tell after I figured out some things on how some of this works. I raised some more specific questions um, on, hey, where'd that money go? And uh, it never really clearly got answered, but it got taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I can say. You know, yeah. uh, there was, it's like last year, um, I'm trying to think exactly what it was, but there was like, 47,000 that needed cut or something, or they were going to cut, like I think from the sheriff's department budget. I forget even what it was. Um, but everything had already been passed. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing $47,000 got cut. And I started, I, I was like, that that can't happen. So, you know, so we start digging. What changed? What changed? Yeah. What changed? So we start digging in, me, uh, the sheriff, um, Current council member uh, Chad Malicote at that time, because uh, he had already been elected, we were looking into this, and um, all of a sudden, uh, it's we get an email sent to us and said, "Oh, great news! We don't have to cut anything. Uh, we found the money, or something like that." <laughs> See, this is when I, I and remember, I'm like, "Yeah, I wonder how." I remember when this happened because I put I had the day off. Yeah, you was exploded. We talked about that stuff, so, yeah, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I put on, and then I think an it became Clay, uh, Clay was wrong. <clears throat> yeah, we were told Clay was wrong. Yeah, what I was told, Clay, I, Clay, I, Clay, I contacted um, uh, a, a a member of the executive body for the county. Yeah, and uh, was told, told, well, see, this stuff is so complicated that even the county council members, like Mister Morgan, they just don't know about it. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, yeah. Huh, that's an interesting answer. Is is it that nice? <laughs> yeah, but but guess what? Once we raise the question, once we have it done, we'll let you vote yes. Okay? It was figured out, right? Exactly, it was figured out. You know, it's like the one one time they took uh, the council decided to put uh, extra money in for the uh, deputies' clothing allotment because uh, it'd been like thirty years since it'd been upped. And uh, so we went ahead and did that. Bring your own shirts from home. Agreed to do that. And pick, pick uh, something brown, everybody. All of a sudden, right? All of a sudden, I'm hearing from the sheriff, the deputies, "Hey, where's that money?" The sheriff's saying it's not there, you know. And and I'm I'm looking. I'm like, it's there. We we passed it. And they're like, no, it's not. It's not there. So I start uh, asking some questions about it. So we're in a council meeting, and uh, there's actually some some deputies in the audience and everything. And I raised the question, where'd this money go? Because we specific, and I asked all the council, you know, didn't we do this? I said, yeah. maybe I'm mistaken. Didn't we do every council member that spoke agreed. They remember doing something, which was only a couple of them. Most of them just stayed quiet. The auditor sat there the whole time. Didn't say a word. Who, who's the one that 
does all this, right? The it former flows, auditor, not the current auditor. Not the current auditor, exactly. Okay. The former auditor. And um, and for, for real, real quickly, for those ahead. that – I just got wet. What happened, Dakota? Sorry, I was <laughs> – swirling his drink mm-hmm. it's for, his those, for those for those that sure. are listening from outside of henry county okay um what's what's I an forgot auditor your, do? Your, your audience audience so what the hell does an auditor do so um in they, a they pay the bills right they're responsible in, in for nutshell, administering they pay the bills they're they're the bookkeeper yeah. they make sure that everything balances and uh the bills are paid correctly from the correct funds and, and things they, of that nature and they take notes during your meetings and they take notes, yes. Right. They serve right. as the county council secretary. That's the right. end of my 22nd time right. out. Back, you're, you're back exactly to you. Right. You're exactly right. So I raised all this question, and then uh, one of the commissioners is talking about how, well, the money's there. The sheriff just has to come and ask for an additional appropriation. And uh, See the plane on the, on, the, on the TV here in the studio? Dale Jr.'s plane It's all burned burnt up. up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's bad. It's ugly. Anyway. You, sorry, Clay. That is that sorry is to interrupt. Bad. It's a big deal. That is bad. This is why the uh, the, the top of the show opened with this thing. Two time Daytona huh. 500 winner, D- Dale Earnhardt Jr. Plane crash. Yeah. So is, you found forty seven thousand dollars. Well, in, anyways, in, in, yeah, in the shirts. So so what? What did he? Ha- yeah, he he just said it's there, and you just have to do an addition. Now this is the same one that told you, well, you know, Mr. Morgan might not understand exactly. Blah 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 blah. Right. Well, mm-hmm. this commissioner says, well, the money's there. The sheriff just has to ask for additional appropriation. And uh, so he's sitting in front of me, and I'm like, I said, okay. I said, and, and I said, you know that the very fact that he has to ask for an additional means that it wasn't is there. proof that it wasn't allocated in the budget. After the council specifically said, this yes. is what we want. The Commissioner Cronk, who you're speaking of, was, he was on the county council as well. Oh, yeah, he he's knew. Had, he's had the sheriff's job, he's had the commissioner's job, and he's had yeah, the council he, job. It's he not, knew. He yeah. knew it was supposed to be that way, but he's the only one that that's tried to, because because most people in the audience, most of the public, right? And I I didn't have a clue before I was on the council, wouldn't understand that. So if you have an experienced uh, government leader saying, "Oh, it's there," he, the sheriff just has to do this. Well, to everybody else, it makes it look like, "Oh, it's it's okay," but no, that that wasn't the point. The money was there. In another fund, but it was taken. It was transferred out out of the budget without the council's approval of taking it out. Because here's what they what budget what, was it in the commissioner's budget at that point? I don't know what happened. It was in. Well, they they said you just have to go to low it. Uh huh. They said just use public safety low it local option income tax exactly that extra one percent exactly. you voted for. I told so, you not to, Clay. You didn't so listen to me. The only thing that I know I tried that might have happened. He, he redeemed himself on one on a previous episode, <laughs> and he said, for the record, uh, for all the new listeners, he said, if I had to do it over again, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have voted yes. You said that. Well, that's a direct quote. Well, I listened to it. I would have to today. go back and hear that, but, <laughs> but. We screwed it. <laughs> I mean, the, I think that your it, exact it, wording was something like if you knew how it was yeah. going to be abused or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so anyway, it was used to cushion. I was just talking to someone about that today. It is, it's still very frustrating because there's certain when you make million dollar decisions like that, you kind of uh, is the is the correct pigeonhole everything. Yeah, it's not easily right. removed. It's, it's not a one-year deal. You, no, you're it's, baking it yourself in going forward. Exactly, you're making commitments exactly. for future councils, future whatever. So it's just the same thing. The big, 
the the conversation, the big looming twenty thousand pound elephant ahead of you is going to be financing some sort of criminal justice mm-hmm. facility. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what you guys decide is going to set the tone for the next twenty to thirty years Absolutely. of county councils. Absolutely. So, and it's kind of it's kind of. Um, I want to. Off the top of my head, I just want to say, kind of scared me, but I don't know if that's the correct word. But the sobriety of that, uh, the seriousness of that. It's kind of a big deal because I, I know we're probably going to make some mistakes. And I'm just like, I hope they're not so big that they can't be corrected I hope quickly. They're not detrimental. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I want to talk to you about um, cutting the budget. Okay. And I want to give Clay Morgan a magic wand. And I want Clay Morgan to go, this is everything that this is what I want to cut. And there's, there's no one else. You are the dictator in chief of Henry County and you get to make all those decisions. What, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Real easy answer because the honest truth, uh, with this, because as you guys know, we have four brand new members this year. Uh, three of them really new to, County government. Uh, one of them, Chad Malico, has kept up with county government since I ran in 2012. He's kind of been in. in he's been know, in the conversation. He's yeah, been he in the conversation. He's been around. In. Exactly. Exactly. And and I, I would almost guarantee that just about every one of them would give you the exact same answer I'm getting ready to. And that is for Henry County government to just even maintain where we're at now at this level there's nothing to cut there really is not your costs are on the headcount side right it's it people are what's yeah. ex- people are what is yeah. expensive in yeah. county government yes yeah, so very, it very is so. it is your pensions yeah it is your legacy costs it's insurance it's salaries those Absolutely. are the, those are the biggest expensive Absolutely. costs it's not paper clips and heating yeah. and air and utilities it right. is it's headcount and people cost. That's Absolutely, it. and and your obligations with that jail over there. Those are Absolutely. those those are the, where the costs are. Yep. So it, yep. you're forced to spend certain money by by state statute and code yep. and expectations on 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 the, in the sheriff's budget, which includes the facilities for the jail. And I, I you can probably look in there and tell us what what the county spends now in, in, on, on pensions, but the the costs for previous 20 30 40 year ago employees mm-hmm. are very expensive absolutely the, and, the and first line item i see is sheriff retirement and it's four hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars, which is servicing that and, and yeah it, and that's that's just yeah that's just one one thing there. and yeah. this is that's something that uh chris guffey and myself and nick sarwark talked about last week when chris when uh mm-hmm. when we met him in hagerstown was talking about public pensions and obligations and and we don't have the way county governments are forced to operate and states gov- state governments are forced to operate is we don't have current year expenses like but businesses have made this adjustment where we shifted away from legacy pension plans to 401k's and defined contributions that's still a defined benefit program that's mm-hmm. that exists mm-hmm. and instead of saying okay yeah we'll match you 6% if you put in 6% and you know we still have these these old legacy costs that are going to carry around forever and that's, in my understanding, in my view, and my the knowledge I have of the county budget, that's what weighs you down. 
That's why you say you have nothing you can cut because that systematically is in there. Absolutely. Because that, that is the thing. So you, you have those employee costs, the retirements, the, um, the insurance costs, uh, things like that, that every year continue to increase slightly. It's like our insurance. Um, so that was a big thing last year, as you guys know, uh, for whatever reason, it's, the, you, uh, uh, the county council, uh, quite honestly, we looked completely incompetent with with uh, a month ago last year. What happens, uh, the way the county insurance program is set up, uh, is that you have to pay. There's not, an, uh, there's not a cap. The, county's cap. the county isn't capped. It's basically a self-insured program. It's a self-insured program. So right. if the people that the county are insuring get super sick or things happen mm-hmm. or they're high expenses – you don't have a guaranteed, hey, yeah, we're only going to have to pay up to a million dollars. You're going to pay whatever the hell oh, the yeah, cost absolutely. is. And if people yeah. get sick that are on that are on the county insurance or there's mm-hmm. you know a number of catastrophic events, the county is stuck. And you can't have a defined, okay, $100,000 a month covers our insurance cost because it may be all of a sudden you have a month where it's $700,000. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what happened is you got 11 months into the year and all of a sudden you had a big a big hole yeah. to fill and you had to borrow money, I think, from the drainage board or dra- – from, from drainage – Drainage uh, from the surveyor's office and uh, from highway, three hundred thousand from each, six hundred thousand, yeah. and then we uh, took, uh, you know, had different departments uh, collected money from different departments, just kind of hoarding it in yeah. uh, that hadn't been spent. Commissioners had some money uh, to come up with like seven hundred fifty, seven hundred eighty thousand dollars in like a month's time, and then that had to be repaid out of the next year's budget because you borrowed it and then it right, has to balance back right. out, which we so paid the, those the funds had to get their money back. back. Yeah, we paid the surveyor back the three hundred thousand. Um, I think we're still working on the highway department part of it, but um, and there were some adjustments made to insurance to help alleviate that. Um, what was frustrating about that is that uh, the county council in the past had kind of been left out of the loop on insurance. So you just the, assigned a cost with a month to go. They're like, oh yeah, we're almost a million dollars short. Uh, we, we have to come We're up need some help with that. We have to come up with this and you're the fiscal body. So what are you going to do about it? And, um, so that was eye opening. You're saying they, the auditor's office. Well, the auditor's office and the, and commissioners, uh, okay. cause typically Just clarifying typically. Yeah. Typically commissioner Cronk, uh, handled the insurance, um, uh, issues. And, uh, why, um, why is there one commissioner that would be it in was, charge of the insurance? When I started on the County council, it's just the way it was. So um, we'd ask questions at different times. People would talk about it. You'd ask questions, but it was always kind of explained away. Um, and it's kind of one of those things, you know, unfortunately, it was being taken care of. So we were working on the other issues, um, assuming that it was, that was self-sustaining and, yeah. and it was okay. And uh, we would budget for it. And, you know, so, well, that was another part of the issue that came up with that. Uh, in the discussion surrounding the forty-some thousand dollars for the sheriff's uniforms, uh, was uh, yeah, those were was, two different issues too. Right, they were yeah. two separate issues, yeah. but they w- were happening at the same time, and it was like it, it seemed like an awful coincidence that the insurance would be short money, and then all of a sudden, money that was budgeted came up missing. Right, that was the that was the big question on my side of things gotcha, as gotcha. I started okay i see what it. you're saying yeah i'm like yeah. well see by the time they said oh yeah we found the money um the insurance issue had been taken care of like we had right. already decided to borrow and you know fill those holes you know but there uh, were holes to be filled nonetheless 
Right. So, so let me let me so on the insurance issue. Let me let me f- seal that before we move on. The the good thing that happened though is um, uh, since I knew I was going to be coming back and some of the others weren't, uh, I made a specific point during that meeting that the council be involved in the insurance issues. So with the new council, we immediately um, established a, a committee, a subcommittee. It's and, probably a, a uh, very good thing. Yeah, so Chad Malico uh, and uh, Ken and Gray really spearheaded that and uh, dug in, and we made a lot of changes, and uh, everything's been out in the open. And so what kind of changes have happened? So, Do you guys have an out-of-pocket cap now, or is it? Well, or is, are you still self-insured? What kinds of things yeah, have changed? Yeah, still, still self-insured. One thing that happened is uh, employees pay quite a bit more for it now. Uh, they up the premiums. That's got to be popular. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the specific numbers on it, but I do know it increased, uh, and it did help the amount that's now coming in. Uh, so that is one major change. Uh, we're still looking at it. Um, we had to budget is somewhere around two to three hundred thousand dollars more this year to because we when we approached the budget this year, we approached it more realistically. Um, we looked at areas where different fun, uh, line items that were transferred out of to kind of cover gaps at the end of the year. You just like simply that. made those, made, made, set the budget that way ahead of time instead of assuming you're going to make the transfers. Right, exactly. So we tried to fund Be the insurance. Yeah. Right. And um, so we added like two, $300,000 to that one line item, and we still um, are estimating the possibility of coming up short uh, at the end of the year. So... Uh, but like you said, being self-insured, it all depends on how many claims come in. So, is it just significantly more expensive to not be self-insured to to put that firewall up? Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to ask too. Yeah, and and that I really don't know. I really don't. So, Do like you, in your opinion, Chad and Kenan would they've been working on it, so they would probably know better than I. Those would those are the two glaring things to me. Is one, yeah. you know, if you can, if you can, it's kind of like an unlimited data cell phone plan, right? You know, okay. Whatever it is, I'm covered. I'm I'm paying this number versus well, I could be down here, but I might have an overage, and I'm way the hell up here. Yeah. Uh, and then the other side is the the employee cost. You know, and this is something I talked about in my campaign, and I've, we, you know, I've had this conversation a number of times that you do a one time buyout of everybody that's in the pension plans, and even if you have to borrow the money and say, hey, clear all the legacy costs, and then your cost this year or this year's costs, and you're only paying that be so far ahead and that's happened in the private sector countless times where they say hey you know you'd have this defined benefit but we'll give you three hundred thousand dollars now and you're out of the program but you've got that money you can invest it it's yours you grow it do whatever you want and you're good to go there there was a it wasn't a discussion but someone mentioned uh at the beginning of our budget session i'm sorry about that at the beginning of our budget session i'm the guy does everybody else do that too yeah because i know i always do that you're okay if Um, we had a good producer he'd turn the gain up for you (laughs) (laughs) but uh get what you get for free (laughs) one thing somebody threw out there was the buyout idea um buying out would it be cheaper to buy out some people um heck we started the budget you know thinking the possibility of cutting some employees I mean, everything was on the table. Um, it didn't. It really looked real bad at first. But I, you were texting, and yeah, and you were like, 
sounding the alarms bell for doom the alarm yeah bells for it, it looked horrible but it ended up not being so bad that's thankfully. why I, I if you're in the patreon if you're a patreon member you get show notes every week that's why there's a bullet point on here that says do we need to start preparing for bankruptcy what's <laughs> <laughs> going on Trumpy. right right <laughs> yeah so we started out having we thought we was going to have to cut like 1.7 million dollars um, so typically a lot of departments most all departments uh, automatically ask for raises and um if you if you just take the salary back down that took about $200,000 from that cut but you're still like 1.5 million um but then what happened hey I'll take a water y'all want water <laughs> <laughs> is there only one he can have it that's all right but um anybody deserves that water it's me <laughs> i am parched we're trying to keep the electric bill down so it's like 76 in here hey it feels all right it feels all right i was wondering why jeremiah was sweating though i see beads of sweat that's just know? jeremiah he sweats. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing that that really helped us this year um was was actually If you didn't under if you if you didn't understand it and was very uh, you know pessimistic and cynical, you would be like, "Man, those guys are a bunch of idiots," you know. But it was like a million dollar, like, "Oh, we have this," uh, and because what had happened is where the previous budget had uh, budgeted almost the entire sheriff's department budget using Lowit funds, mm-hmm. um, Lowit was kind of left alone. Our, our current auditor left it alone and budgeted the sheriff's department in the general fund like used to happen. Lowit load is designed for capital improvements and not month, month to year day to day expenses. Lowit's supposed to be for for long term substantial solutions. When we, and that's the way that was explained to you all. What, that's when what you I was voted say. for it. When we passed the public safety lowit expense that is what the council said yes it's to buy fire trucks and police cars it's, and it's AEDs to enhance so, things public that are safety lasting enhance public safety exactly but all it did was uh just become a big cushion for the general fund and so you're saying happened. there's a chance that that 1% is going to go away right oh absolutely not <laughs> it goes back to that you're baked in and pigeonholed now, right? Right. Well, it's, and that's what, what I, that's what I've said about the jail. Exactly. You can only hope it, is as soon as you guys when when you guys all decide to raise our taxes, even though we sounded the alarm saying you weren't going to raise it. When you guys vote to raise the taxes, seven cost cutting small government Republicans, <clears throat> right, right. When you guys vote to raise the taxes to pay for a new jail, that will never go away either. Oh no. No, once, that, once that's in, it will never go away. It's supposed to sunset mm-hmm. right in twenty yeah. years. Remind me of how the food and beverage sunsetted. Right, exactly. But it, exactly at that time, I mean, it realistically. Um, now you know I've been involved with county government or government for a few years, and that's exactly what happens. You're right. I mean, if You'll we're never if, we're, if we're all honest, you just assume that it's there forever and ever yeah, and ever. Exactly. And then, and then government will grow five or six years later, and you'll need another half a percent or exactly. a quarter percent. Well, and so so you take our gel issue, for instance. Um, like I said earlier, there's nowhere to cut. Like, there is no money to correct the uh, the gel situation. It's because you're paying for retirements. Well, it's, 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 it's all, because you don't – it doesn't get run like right a, here. It doesn't get run like a private sector it's business. All, it doesn't. And, no. it, and it's no. – you have, you have defined – 
benefits instead of defined yeah. contributions. Yeah. No, there, there, and there is some things like that. Absolutely. Um, so what's got to happen is you're exactly right. I mean, taxes will raise a little bit to um, alleviate the jail population. So in other words, the population obviously stays the same. It'll just be in uh, different buildings kind of thing. So on that issue, um, so where we're at, what we discuss, most likely what's going to happen um, is, as you know, the state says, hey, we'll help you with your jail situation because it's, it's, it's a statewide situation. The state has increased the number of people that are in the county jails right. because of the reclassification of felons. Exactly. And so um, they give us, I think, a point two. We can raise an income tax of 0.2% um, for construction, a detention detention center uh, construction. 20% of that can be used for operational, but 80% has to go to basically brick and mortar, right? Um, we have, we are currently Vigo involved. County, Terre Haute just did this. Yeah, exactly. Vigo County was ordered, yeah, by a federal judge. I They... Um, and and we were told basically we're we could be the next. Um, so what we're trying to do is we we know that there's a lawsuit out there that we have absolutely no defense for. So what we have to do is find an immediate temporary solution. Uh, and what that might look like is raising that tax. It'll bring in about 1.8 million a year, uh, given the current uh, income of Henry County. Um to purchase a pod system, something that we can bring in. I mean, we still got to look at location. We still got to, you know, the logistics of it all. Um, but that would reduce, uh, I don't know if that would look like a uh, men over here and women over here. I, I don't know, but it would help alleviate and give us some kind of solution for the short term. And then in about 2024, the justice center bond is paid off. And then we rebond, and then we use that money plus the one point eight million, and then we look at construction. We, I, I've Commissioner been on, Tarantino told me last week that he could build a jail a hell of a lot cheaper than y'all are planning, but he needs the government officials to look the other way so he can just build the damn thing. Well, I, you know, um, he's probably been looking at Arizona, you know, and uh, there probably is a cheaper way. Mar Maricopa Joe, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, there probably is a cheaper way. But then you have yeah. to buy all the brand new pink uniforms. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, K, K I, Kronk I always... is watching our RK Kronk, not your K Kronk. Okay. Okay. And she said that Mason's made more progress on that Rubik's cube over there in the last five minutes. than she's seen Dakota doing the last two years. How you doing, Mason? Thank you. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> I honestly don't know how to work these things. I've got like six blue. There's a pattern to it. Yeah, nope. Y'all okay. <laughs> need to pray for him. He needs Jesus, and he. Oh, needs look at that! I'm one away from one the blue. away on one side. On one I side. I gave up on that I think stuff that years you ago. Get the green first. So, Mason, what do you think about the jail in the, in the budget? What? How? How's this? Uh, is this the kind of episode you just skip in the car? Let's be honest. Would you listen to this episode? I'd listen to it just to say, "Hey, listen to it," but. I mean, <laughs> yeah, as, as, I'm, as honestly, this has just persuaded me never to further venture into Gen, Gen Z. How how we doing over here? Because he's talking about raising your taxes. You're going to be the six figure. Not if I get my out of this, this, this six figure Dr. Mason yeah. over here. That's going back going in anywhere gonna, else. So, buddy, they're going to steal your money. Yep. This is you got to 
I'm in politics for self-defense. Put down the Rubik's Cube and get your head in the game. <laughs> so, so, Clay, are you he has so, nothing to say. So my it's, question it's been is, an abusive relationship all month, all year but long. As, as, we, as I was thinking about this episode, I honestly had this thought. I thought, wow, a lot of these boss hog people are probably going to be like yawning through this. <laughs> Our listener base they, they is very it. intelligent. I don't understand. Yeah. That well, I mean, true. talking about you know all these these numbers and things. I would things say, and, I would say our listeners the things you're going over now though apply everywhere. Yeah, everybody uh, has a do. local budget. Yeah, that's why they do. That's they what do. we call time out from time to time and say, yeah. okay, explain what this person does because that same job is getting done. A, yeah. An auditor might be called a controller in Illinois, but it's the same stuff. Oh that's yeah, happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Sure, sure, exactly, exactly. The, the same job exists or the same roles exist. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's but, still setting a budget. Somebody's still paying the bills. Right. And that's so. What was disheartening for me? So I'm sitting there during this uh, whole workshop, absolutely loving it. I mean, it's the best one that I've sat through. Um, enjoyed it in in the aspect of we were actually digging in and and um, getting some things figured out. And and these guys that are on there now, they're they're more than willing to make some pretty uh, tough choices, but. So we come out in the end where we're looking pretty good for this year. Um, honestly, uh, we don't have like extra money, but we're budgeted. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a, a so, pretty big deal. Yeah. Typically, <laughs> typically in the past, we'd submit a budget to the state and go and, and we would hear, well, we'll probably have to cut. Right. You know, uh, this year, that's not the case. Like we budgeted according to projected revenues. Sounds like a budget, right? Yeah. So, um, so I think for the next couple of years, you know, we'll be able to kind of maintain what I'm concerned about. And I, and I, honestly, I don't, I don't have the, the, a great answer for other than, um, you know, increase your tax base, right? Get people in here, get, is that going to happen? I don't know. I mean, We're that's, trying. The, that's you know, the reality we, of we it. We market this, you know, Newcastle's home of Boss Hog Delivery. Listen, I just we moved, thought that, yeah, that's I just moved my in-laws in from that, that County. True. I'm growing this that county. That is true. Y'all can help true. a little bit. Mason says he's true. never coming back, Mr. Six-Figure Doctor, dude. I'm really actually just never going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, take what you need to out of my paycheck. Honestly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Have a little fight, buddy. Whoa. Soft spine, Come on Mason. Now. But I am I am concerned that our revenue costs are going to um, our revenue is going to plateau, knowing is, that our costs are going to increase. Your costs are going to increase, and right now you've got record un- levels of low unemployment. So you yeah. get you get income tax and you get property tax. Yeah, property tax is a pretty well cap. They're, I mean, they're, they're right, not exactly. You're, you're exactly. bumping up against the, the top end of property tax. Right. So that number's probably not going to change a whole lot. No. But the income tax, people are making more money right now. People right. are employed. You've got income tax dollars coming back in. Yes. There's this is the good times, right? Yes. You get yes. a recession and all of a sudden a- your thirteen million coming in may look a lot like eleven point five. Absolutely. And that that's what that that's the reality of it is if we do have another two thousand eight, something like that, uh we're in trouble. Because we're we're budgeted. Yeah, you're 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 going, where in the hell are we gonna find yeah, that money? We're budgeted to the max. I mean, we're to the wall right now. Um, in, in good times you're stressed. In bad times, Katie, look out. Right, exactly, exactly. And and speaking to the income tax situation, uh, the thing that is um, that that was positive about that is we are expected to, even though the low it, uh, public safety low it has been budgeted 
It's it's actually called lit now. They changed the terminology. It's lit. Yeah. We have to apologize <laughs> yeah, to lit. the uh, to the live feed folks online. They're yeah. going to get a second portion of this because it's a little chaotic, a little behind the back, uh, behind the behind the scenes for you guys. Um, <laughs> Christy's wondering what happened. You'll find out when you listen later. Uh, Dakota tried to put the laptop in. Uh, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm typing a message back. We'll be back up soon. Uh, momentarily. <clears throat> so basically what happened is the uh, Dakota tried to move the laptop from the uh, the midpoint back to the producer's desk where we wanted to be. That didn't work out earlier and uh they just said okay, we'll just run on the uh, run on the laptop in the regular spot. But I think Dakota gambled a little bit and mm. said I don't have to plug the laptop in for this. He plugged the laptop in uh just now after it died. So the video feed went down. We're still recording and we still have this will all still be in the uh the regular free iTunes side, wow. but uh, the Patreon fo- or the uh, the web folks just lost their live feed, and we'll have a two parter over on that side. But uh, that's <laughs> nice. the uh, that's what just happened here. Nice. I don't think he can stitch it back together, so he's got to hit the uh, hit the live button again in a second. <sighs> Mason, you're uh, you, you have no interest in getting any more involved in government now after after listening to this. Nope. Your eyes have glazed over. I'm really just. I don't understand how to do these things. The Rubik's Cube, not a budget. Both. You're the fidget spinner generation, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Those things you just spin. Take the whole point two. It, absolutely. It, 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 you know, when, when they give you like point two, you don't take point one now and they go, ah, oh, crap, we got to do it all over again. You, you just, just raise the whole thing and get them pissed at you to start with, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, that's the, you that's only the make people you, mad once. That's the way you big government Republicans behave. That's exactly. What that's what I've learned. Exactly. Right, right. Well, I, actually, after the last election, according to state party, I am a uh, something to the effect of a Republican that's not in good standing. You're not in good standing because not, of, because of your endorsement. Well, you know there You're is someone out. in this room that uh, I kind of I kind of wanted to see on there. So yeah, but I am thankful that Kennan is doing a great job. That's Actually, good. he's he, my he's my county councilman, and I wish him nothing but the best. He's. Um, I mean, actually, he's he's doing very very well. So he friended me on Facebook. Very happy about that. Uh, Ken and Chad, Susan, uh, Peg, all of them are actually doing. There, my mic. Um, but yeah, they're actually doing really really well. They all bring a little something different, uh, but it's all pretty vital. So what I think is hilarious is, um, and I think it's okay. I, I don't think she would care that I I bring this up. But uh, Peg. I forget if I mentioned it before, but Peg actually sent me an email um, before the election and everything, you know, that I should resign. Yes. Right. right? And um, so I, I just didn't respond or whatever. And it just so happens that our first council meeting, it's she's right beside me uh, on the council. And uh, so we're going through our meeting and everything. And we, we went through a couple of meetings and um and then she she approached me afterwards and we talked and and uh it it was it was funny and it was fine and it was great and um and then Peg's been actually she's she, she's kind of the one that always wants um it, you referred to me the stick in the mud earlier she's kind of the stick in the mud now yeah but but it's it's actually kind of good. I mean, it, it well, not kind of. It is good because she brings something different 
that, you know, we could be rolling along on something and she'll just stop it and be like, well, what about this? You know, and it makes us think and, um, and then we process through it. And then there's been some things we've explained, um, in, in the process of everything that, that she's learned and, uh, frustrated by, but it goes, it's some of those things that like where your hands get tied and f- from how do I want to say this? So, so you know, when you're sitting in the courtroom, right, and you're you're in the county council meeting, like from the stands, if you will, there's sometimes we do things and say things that look totally stupid, um, and and sometimes you're like that doesn't make any sense, but yet we know we have to do it this way because of different statutes or mandatory things, and um, she found some of those out during uh, budget session, and she just kind of shook her head and was like, <laughs> I can't believe that, you know, and. But it is the way it is. But yeah, everybody's doing great. Um, I, I personally, um, no offense, but I would I would vote for every one of them if I had the opportunity. I wouldn't have a problem voting for any of them uh, to be back on the council. They are really, really doing a great job. Um, and even you know Susan being a rookie mm-hmm. uh, elected council president. Uh, I mean she's she's doing a great job. Uh, so I'm happy. Very good. They've actually had, made it I, easy on me. I always had a good amount of faith in Susan. Yeah, I, I she's great. She, she really is. Dakota, really what, uh, what what's the update on the uh, the camera situation here? We're are back. We, are we, we're live to the group again. We're back. Do you have a public apology? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened? Uh, the just the laptop died. So the laptop that's that's what we're telling. Died the, and then the Russians I, and then I turned it back on and apparently it fetched the video stream again and it started streaming again. And I didn't know while I was setting it back up, so so, we, so it, it, it got a little weird looking at the end of the part one video. Okay, but we're back and we've already and we've re we shared it. And don't the, uh, the, the don't crowd don't. is back. All right, so now that we're back, part two of the Boss Hog of Liberty episode one twenty six. Clay Morgan, uh, we teased it at the very beginning of the episode with your article in the Courier Times that you would open up a exploratory committee in to to uh, talk about seeking the position of middle district commissioner in Henry County. Wow. Uh, you said you said in the in the Courier Times and this you, is a you, quote. You are you are elected as a at large county councilman. So your term right now, has yes. has Approximately one year remaining. Yeah, yeah, a, a touch a over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's it's I, starting to be thinking time. January is when we you know you have to again. decide for twenty twenty. If yep. you're if you're running as a Republican <laughs> for a <laughs> right for a contested county office, right, you start to file in January. You right. you said then this is a quote that nothing is set in stone yet. So right. I want to know if the stone has set yet. Do you have some breaking news for our people? I like it. I like that face. <laughs> the guy's like, look at that face. I wish so, we had a remote control for Chris to zoom in on it with the yeah, camera. Right, right, right. Yes, the the, the stone I believe has set uh, for the middle district county commissioner. Now th- uh, there are already run. there's at least one candidate announced. Yes, it's me. Uh, 
And I, I, I assume Commissioner Kronk is also going to announce. So the, it's probably a two-person race now. Right, right. You may make this a three-person race for the Republican nomination. Yeah. It, I, 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 I could uh, do that, but I'm not going to. Oh, not going to, not going to. No, I, I was very, uh, very serious about that possibility. So that's why at the first of the year, I went ahead and filed that exploratory committee to get it out there because I knew uh, there would be a handful of people vying for that spot, you know, with the, the uh, are we allowed to say wind turbine issue on here? Is um, that still an issue? So right now it is laned like right here. It's on life support, right? I honestly, honestly, truthfully don't know what's going to happen. Wind is dead. It, it, <laughs> the famous quote. <laughs> but as of right now, it's... I, I, heard, I read that Calpine closed their Sulphur Springs office this week. I actually saw Did them you packing really? up. I saw them Did packing really? their stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. in cars as I was well, and, and that, see, is, that is an official report, Chris. That Cuffey? is confirmed. I saw them. They packed taking, up their office and they have left town. They have taken stuff out. They left on the horse the they office. rode in on. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Was the horse's name Tuesday? Well, yeah. So <laughs> No, it's named Friday. Fred. So, <laughs> the horse was named Fred. Fred riding Fred. Anybody? Christy will get it. Bob and Tom fans. Come on. But my assumption on that was either one, Calpine was going to leave, or two, they were going to resubmit. Because it can't, it can't, it doesn't live or die on that four four. But anyways, yeah, I didn't get, know that. Without a commission approved use, you can't build a damn thing. So it doesn't right. seem like it's alive. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Five so, votes, five votes, yes. Right. Less than five votes. Yeah. You can't build anything. And you know, here's what's crazy. That night, so I know we're getting off the commissioner thing, but I'll get back there. But um, what's crazy, even at the barbershop, I mean, I, I've got people that come in that are for them. I got people that come in that are against them. Both sides. Um. But what what was interesting is the, the honest truth. I I know, and you, you know that I know a couple people that I'm friends with. Some people I know that you know that, are, that I know you, that you we know, know that I you know what I mean. That are friend. I'm, I'm friends with these people that kind of have an inside look at what's going on on this particular issue. Up to that night, they were like, I don't know which way this is going to go. Mm-hmm. They said, flip a coin, and literally, that's that's what happened. You know, four four split. So, but back to the commissioner race. So, I, yeah, I was very serious about that. Um, but within a couple of months, actually, now I still officially. I hope I'm not breaking any like uh, registration rules or anything. But I still have an exploratory committee open. I You're still raising money. You I, I, I right. Anyway. I haven't. I haven't officially closed it. But um, after a few months, uh, just life again. You know, it got pretty stressful, and I began to realize. I can't, I can't physically, I, I, I am unable to give the time needed to do a good job for people, even if they elected me. That was the reality of it because I, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm a per, if I take a position, that's why earlier I talked about how I resigned from some of those boards and stuff because I'm not the kind of person that can just take on a position and just ride it out. Like if I can't fulfill my obligation and my duty and feel like I'm putting in the effort I need to, I, I would rather not do it and be honest with everybody. And so I just knew realistically I can't I can't give the commissioner's office what it really deserves. So I don't want to um, win so, that position. Well, good. So we no don't one, have to lose our barber. So no one commissioner. <laughs> What's that? No one commissioner. No one commissioner. 
Right, have you reconsidered your position on the council? On the council. Is, is this the end of the councilman time, or are you still leaving the door a little cracked for continuing on yeah, for because another term? It, because yeah. it did say in the Courier Times article that you were not going to be seeking re-election. Yeah, exactly. He didn't anticipate it at that time. No. So, and on that, and that's what I, I so after that, I had a lot of people like, oh man, you, you know, just Run again. You got to run again. You can't quit now. You can't blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm like, yeah, but I already told everybody I wasn't going to. Right. And, um, and so then I'm like, it's going to be all right. You know, just don't worry about it and all that. And I'm like, so, um, because absolutely, you know, I was like, okay, I'm done. So here's where I'm at now. <laughs> today here's where as i'm at of, today as of today as of today right now august here's where I'm the at. 15th so you know marco rubio said he wasn't running for the senate again either and <laughs> he's still there well right? you know you know um i could have my name on the ballot for council next year um right now at this moment i'm not uh anticipating it strongly now is it, You're not it, a Republican in good standing. Would they let you back on your ballot, or do you have to go talking right. to some other people? I, I can be on the ballot. I've I've voted properly and according to rules. So, <laughs> yeah. but no. So you're so, saying if Councilwoman Hoon is allowed to be on the ballot, then I guess you're allowed to be on well, the ballot. Well, yeah, yeah, right, right. No. Um. So honestly, I'm I'm going to wait till um, I'm just going to see who 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 applies. I mean, who's who signs up? You know what I mean? Because we could be. I mean. T- Honestly, a lot of people talk about politics, government, but not a lot of people actually put their name down. Oh, damn right. There's three contested races you know in the what entire I, city of Newcastle. So election. you know exactly what sure I mean. Are. We're having a uh, limited so, election. So um, so I'm going to see who, who applies. There'll be three seats open. Uh, you know, as we know, Councilman Thal's, um, you know, said he's going to re- uh, resign or retire. Retire at the end of this year. At so the end of this year. Somebody will get appointed so and get that little exactly. I next to their name conveniently to protect a Republican seat. So that's going to be interesting there. Nice game y'all played. So that's going to be interesting, right? So I imagine whoever gets caucused in will I'm, run. I'm going to say Josh Norris. Josh Norris is probably the guy. So, but... Um, so there could be three, you know, if there's only two people that you know, I will probably put my name down. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is is that you should keep your name on the ballot and then later on in the year whenever Jeremiah says he's running for at large. Oh, then, drop out. Then you drop out oh, and endorse. Ooh, what a strategy. Yeah. Or if what a strategy. If Dakota says he's going to do it. Maybe he drop what out a for strategy. Dakota. Dakota's got a baby next year. Well, he's I might have a baby next year. It's uh, you uh, know, I don't know. Maybe. Baby's name is Chasen. <laughs> that, right. is, that is Patreon content only. If you oh, want to know that Come story. On. Sorry. Oh, man. Patreon.com slash Boss Hog of Jeez, Liberty. Come but on, Mason. We Give do me. need absolutely 100%. I see an absolute need for just good solid thinking people on the council it's it's not it's not a uh, position to be taken lightly it, it there is work to it there is it is tough we're headed for tough times there's absolutely no doubt about it um and and thank god seriously thank god i, I don't mean to sound like a broken record but um we have some of these very hard-working council people on there right now um because when I first started, I was trying to work hard also, and uh, it wears you out. It just wears you out physically and mentally. 
um, trying to wrestle with, you know, Everything. a machine, if you will. So, I, yeah. I can tell you, I'm not even elected yet. And all the meetings that I go to, everything, the committees I get appointed to, the boards that I'm now on, I'm just mentally, you're just like, wow, I didn't realize all this goes into it when you throw your hat yeah. in. And yeah. you haven't been bribed once yet. Yeah. Yeah. You got, we got to wait for a while to get the corruption. I haven't even been endorsed by a Republican not in good standing. <laughs> oh, wow. I wow. haven't yet. Think yeah. about that. Think about that. So as everybody looks at me, so the process, <laughs> the process, I, I will transition very gracefully as we do here. The process for filling the empty seat that is expected to be created by Mike Thals is you Republicans yeah. will have a grand elephant, uh, discussion, the right. precinct committeeman, right. Right. Uh, will will get together and then they'll decide and, and interested parties, I guess any Republican in the County could say that they want to yeah. want to be considered yeah. because it's an at large seat. It's anybody in the County. Yes. I would say Betsy Mills is probably a very, very legitimate Most possibility. Likely. I've heard. Uh, Steve Thompson's been very, uh, very well recognized for some of the stuff he's doing in okay. Fall Creek Township. Maybe he would be a name. Okay. Uh, maybe John Madison, who's, yeah. who's kicked the idea around. I, yeah. I, I know that, uh, you know, we've seen a number of, a number of people run in the past. Yeah. Be, you know, maybe Nate Lamar, uh, would be back around. It's possibly. actually possible. It's Nate, actually possible. Know, Nate could, Nate could be on there. You could see, um, yeah, and Mike, Mike McCown has run before as a Republican and that for that he seat has. eight he years has. ago. So there's a lot of names that that are Republicans have a, a strong yeah. bench. There, there's people out there that are Tom Saunders could no be appointed to that, so that he'd clear the way for for Aaron Dickin. You just never know. You never Th- know. Could, there's a lot of ways these could go. <laughs> a lot of ways these could you go. Never know. That's true. But you never know. It's, it's it's very open. Yeah, it's very open. Yeah. You have a prediction, Dakota? Um, I'm going to predict that. <laughs> I'm going to predict Nate Lamar is not, he's not going to go after it because I think Nate is going to also go after Tom Saunders seat. You think so? He's going to primary him. Yep. My God. Well, that's a big prediction. That is strong, man. (laughs) Yeah. I think he'll probably put his name in the ring. And then I know Tom, Tom's a good guy. Tom will probably be like, okay, I like you, Nate. So then he'll just step out. Think so. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah, I haven't actually talked to Nate too much. That's some since fantasy football stuff. There, yeah, yeah, it is. But I've cut his hair. I cut his hair once, uh, not not too long ago, <laughs> and uh, and things. I know he's still very active in the party and still keeping his finger on the pulse of what's going on in the county. And um, so yeah, he he could be a possibility. He's 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 a really nice guy. You know, we get along just fine. Very good. All right. Are we at the uh, are we at the point where we probably ought to start doing final thoughts? Uh, yes. We will start with uh, listen, in, man. In, I gotta wake up at four twenty. We'll start with intern Mason. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. <laughs> intern Mason, we're final getting thoughts. to the end, man. This is uh, um, this is goodbye. I guess unless you drop out of Purdue and decide you want to do this for nothing full time. No. <laughs> I mean, I'd come here for nothing full time, but I still gotta stay at Purdue. This is uh, I, there's a young man that my one of my very when one of my Chris very good best friends to... just dropped dropped his son off at Purdue last week. He's going through Gold Rush now. Who? Uh, kid from Pendleton named Hunter Thompson. No clue. I I know that. Hunter I, S. I, Thompson. No, he's not that Hunter Thompson. Mm, dang uh, it. I'll, I'll send you a little picture and maybe you can look out for the I kid. I don't. I I I don't know. <laughs> you make no promises. No. All right. No. This is the part where Chris is supposed to cue "Candle in the Wind" by Elton John as I'm talking in my final thoughts. You're yeah, that's not happening. You're an intern. <laughs> not, you're that an intern. You get a special <laughs> buy. Um, 
But uh, my final thoughts is this actually just recently happened. Bye, as I was bye, <laughs> little, little Sebastian. That <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so Sarah Morrill, um I know I've met her. She just slid in my DM, so you've got something to walk it, watch out. She walked worried. out on you, and she slid in I my DM. I am not at all worried, So Mason. she texts me, and she says, you put that phone down. And I told her she felt it finding me a girlfriend this past weekend. And then she said she read GF as GIF. <laughs> so she sent I'll send me you some gifts. a cat GIF <laughs> right here of yeah. Puss in so, Boots. Thank you for those interesting final thoughts. Sarah attended a, a bridal shower for a former Purdue. Joey Molinaro's uh, fiance, Riley, uh, to be Molinaro, was a Purdue University football cheerleader. So there were a bunch of football cheerleaders at this bridal shower, and she was trying to find somebody for you. Unfortunately, they were all graduated, and she... doesn't uh, matter. She didn't uh, even try. She, she said, the hell with it. Mason's not worth a, an outside-of-college girl. I think she you you've just you didn't get all the way. So fair enough. In all seriousness, thank you, Mason. This has been a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, um, Chase is coming back next week. My body has maybe. regretted it from the things that have gone inside: jalapenos, peanut butter, marshmallows, <laughs> um, habanero, <clears throat> ghost pepper pickles. You, Those were delicious. You though. have caused us to become the we eat hot stuff on the show. Uh, you, you've that was her. Darren Jacobs. I Darren will, Jacobs. Started Darren started it. it. The Spiceland people have continued to make us eat. Hot I stuff. will drive down from West Lafayette once we reach six hundred dollars on our Patreon, and I will eat the Pepper X X Pepper, whatever it's called. We've so got a source one, but yes, remember that. Whoa. We'll find it. The Peruvian puff pepper, twice as hot as the. Ghost pepper. Yeah, it's like four million Scoville units. Gosh. Yeah, I'm willing to lose. I don't even think what that, I don't. I that's do just that nuts. Like to me, that's just nuts. I don't. I don't think you can. <laughs> but tell. thank you for coming to MVP Barbershop today. <laughs> hey, that's no problem. I, I need I, a fresh the ghost pepper was just pain. These I don't peppers, see how it the, gets. I'm gonna. Really I'm gonna go worse. You get to a oh, certain point on the hot scale, and, it's, and it's like it's binary. Water is wet. Peppers are hot. You get to a certain point and it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. You pass the what you can sense it's, and it's not going to matter. It's like whenever it's all theoretical. I hear you. I it's hear like you. whenever it gets to minus ten outside and then the next day it's minus twenty and yeah, you're like, like it feels the exact same. Exactly. I see. Yeah. I see. True. It is. It is hmm. colder. It's much colder. I don't want to try it though, but <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> I hate it. Trust me, I hate it. But producer Chris. Yeah, I've got final thoughts. I saw you at Block and Brew on Tuesday night. Oh God, I was there. I was. I I did. Yeah, that good-looking girl. I did have a date. Did Jeremiah crash your date? Is no. That, has he reached that level? He tried <laughs> to get me to crash his date. I did not. Oh he my did. Gosh. I did not. Your wife was like, "I think we should go to Block and Brew at seven <laughs> o'clock." <laughs> but anyways, uh, yes, I did you have say, a date. Say it hey was, to our friend Paul down there. I did not. I was preoccupied on my date. The date, <laughs> which is was a little more important than saying hello to the manager. Uh, that's pretty impressive, though. You know the manager. Did you yeah. secure a second date? There is a second date in the works. We just have to figure a time. Back at Block and Brew. I'm proud of you. Work out, buddy. I'm proud of you too. Uh, no. So <laughs> my other thing is, I'd actually like to give a congratulations to Monica Altman. She is uh, a few years younger than I am. She has won a second date with Chris Guffey. No, she hasn't. Oh. Uh, 
She is going to be serving on the Louisville Town Council. Ooh. Did she get that like nomination or like elected? That was mm-hmm. quick. I just heard about that like three She's, days ago. <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying is it's official. She's she be was serving. she was one of the uh, folks that applied to be, as a Republican to win, and she won the uh, the caucus. Must have been. <laughs> Must I think have. who was on that? Waylon Thompson, Monica Altman, Waylon T, Lonnie Farrell. But yeah. you know, that, all, all the legends of Louisville. That's yeah. that's one good thing is like the younger generations. People are recognizing that it's time for us to step up and step take, up. Take Did you ever think that maybe you're just not the younger generation anymore and people like Mason are and now you're the establishment? That's why I'm saying I'm running for <laughs> city council ward three. Right. As soon as you get elected, you're a part of the establishment. I know. I know. And I am third. that guy now, out. So I guess. Yeah, that's right. I you're guess not, I'm not that spring chicken anymore. You're not the right. young one that you think you are. I know. I still mm-hmm. believe in you. <laughs> but, I'm, but I can say I'm probably the youngest person that goes to the city council meetings by... Sorry, Zach. I'm going to say 15 years. Well, I'm going to start going. Zach is only six or seven years older than you. No, he's not. Zach is the same age as me. You're 30 and I'm 36. Zach and I are both class of 2001, I believe. I'm sorry, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Rude! You're a dick. (laughs) Yeah, Zach, I wouldn't put him a day over 45, maybe 46. That's what Guffy says. Wait, Zach Bertram? Yeah. (laughs) He's got that perfectly grayed facial hair. I I'm sorry to say I thought he was like don't say 25. <laughs> hey Mason, how old does Clay look? Is... we talked about this earlier. Oh yeah, forty four. Oh, yeah. he started barbering at nineteen years old. Would you believe that Clay has boys that are as old as you are? Um, I think the oldest one's what a senior this year. Uh, my oldest one's nineteen. No. Oh, okay. So he graduated what last year? Uh, year before. Yeah. Year before. He's been at Boar's Head for a year now. Yeah. Be 20 in October. Okay. Yeah. Just turned 20. So he's probably what, class 2018. Yeah. This could be your 19? dad. Shape wow. up. Well, yeah. well my yeah. 74, my dad was born. I was born in 75. Yeah. Yep. Look at this. Aaron Dickin yeah. coming through. Hey. I, I totally forgot. Well, I didn't forget about Aaron, but he sits on the council. <laughs> Zach Bertram. Zach, you, even, you spelled my name wrong. I won't forget that Guffy with no E. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'd hate to see what he types my but name no, as. No, but yeah, it, it's just good to see the younger generation, like Aaron, me, attempting to anyways, Monica, just stepping up and leading the charge because this is going to be our town or city or county for years upon years upon years upon years. That so means quit now, those straws. Now's the, the time ocean. we need to put in place plans that later on down the line we think is going to be the best for us and best for the future generations. Here, here. Guffy 2019. All right. Councilman Clay. Zach, you're my council yeah. buddy. You're my best friend there. Besides Dickon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Dickon, baby. I, get, I, I gave him a contribution last week. Nobody Woo-hoo! can nobody wanna, can pick Dickon. I want him in that race. It's good for it's good for the county. He's good for the conversation. What you got for us, Clay? He is, he you is. already broke the news that you're not going to yeah. run. Nope, not going to. Actually, told Mister uh, Commissioner Cronk that a couple uh, couple months ago or so. so you before, told him he was safe before a meeting. I told him, I said, "Hey, you're safe. Don't worry." Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I, I went to him before the meeting. I said, hey, I just want you to know. I said, I'm not, because he was like the first one, like I really told. And uh, so I went up to him. I said, hey, I just want you to know. I said, I'm not going to run. And he looked at me. He said, what? He said, you're not. And I said, no, I'm not going to. And he's like, kind of, wow, okay. You know, 
And um, he was looking for an out. Yeah, you know, all, he, he all of a sudden retire. he started treating me better. No, no, just, just kidding. He still hates me. No, <laughs> he's not out washing your car. Or anything right, right, anymore. right. No, a- actually, we get we we have been getting along just fine. Um, he doesn't. I don't think he hates me anymore because now he has Chad Malico to hate. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow. Um, so no. Uh, final thoughts. So yeah, things are going well there as far as that. Uh, I am concerned about the future. You know, don't have the answers. Um, and off of what Guffy said, um, you know, I do, man, I encourage people to run. I mean, that, that was the thing when I got into that controversy, you know, endorsing you, uh, you know, in, in the race last time, um, you know, that was my thought is like, Hey, everybody, I mean, get involved. Um, you know, if you have an opinion, uh, that you think should be heard, cause you don't have to just run. I mean, you could, you could help someone run. You know, there's a lot of various ways to get involved because what's going to happen is exactly what Guffy said. You're going to learn. You're going to learn all the different facets and the players and, you know, how it is a tightrope sometimes. And it's not as easy as what you think it should be. Um, and uh, whether it should be or not, it's not. You know, it's the world we live in, not the world as we wish it was. So as far as I go, I'm willing to serve again uh, right now. Um you know, not really anticipating that. Um, I think there'll be some people step up, some good, strong people uh, to step up and, and uh, continue the course uh, for the county. Again, my only concern is that in the future, um, our expenses are going to continue to outweigh our revenue. So I don't know how we go about that. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll have to figure it out when it happens, right? So anyways... But for me personally, um, I've been looking at the world and the craziness of it all. You know, you got the shootings, you've got, um, you know, uh, federal politics that to me honestly looks more like professional wrestling than it does, uh, you know, good government. Um, everybody just kind of, it's, it's like an act, you know, it's really disgusting, to be honest with you. It's disheartening because that's our future. Um, Chuck Colson said that politics flows uh, downstream of culture. And so for me personally, uh, being a person... Hashtag me personally. Hashtag me personally. That's right. Um, You know, being a Bible believer, I I look at the world around me and I like culture is feeding this monster, right? And so it's like the gun issue. You can put all kinds of laws on it, but it's not going to fix the issue. Right. There's there's some serious problems here and uh, people are making very bad decisions. Um, I could go on and on about all that. But anyways, um, so I'm thinking about my future, like um, how can I make the biggest difference? Right. I can be on the council. Uh, it's and it does. It, it impacts, you know, what, 30 to 40,000 people's lives every day. Right. Um but, but I've been thinking about the future and like, how can I have a voice? How can I speak up? Um, how can I deal with my own craziness? Because, you know, I, I'm kind of crazy inside sometimes. I told my wife the other day, if I tell you how I really feel about things, like you would, you would worry about me, right? So, um, but I, I t- talked to Coda. I think next year, by if it happens sooner, great. But I think by the first of next year, I want to launch a podcast of some kind. I really do. Uh, I think I, I don't know if didn't, there's a, didn't you have that idea once before? And here we are 126 well, episodes right, in right. on the podcast. <laughs> so you wanted to start. Well, Hey, I, you know, it could be a ball, Saga Liberty connection, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, we, we can we talk got, about that. We got that. a rent payment here, man. We got a studio. We could, we could talk about that. We can work out an arrangement. But um, I want to do, I think I want to do something like just take, take what's going on, take, add like a biblical perspective, if you will, uh, a kind of a faith-based perspective. Of course, it'd be my perspective. Um, but, uh, and, and try to bring some common sense um, to everything. Try to calm the chaos, if you will. We get people all worked up on both sides of the fence, right? I mean, we got Republicans that that are acting like idiots. And then we've got Democrats that are so stinking liberal that are coming up with ideas that cannot be sustained. And all we do is clash over and over and over again, right? That's all theater. So, yeah, it's professional wrestling. It's all theater. It's professional wrestling. It's like going through the so, TSA. So I just want to... It's all just to make you feel better. I, I like to talk, right? So I like to talk. I like to to bounce ideas and to be challenged and to challenge others. So, so yeah, I'm thinking about maybe doing that. So if there's a niche for that, if there's a room for that, um, I kind of want to spend some time, launch out on that and see what happens. So that's kind of a long final thought for me, maybe for the future. Uh, as I finish out my, my last year on the Henry County Council, maybe I'll be doing a little... Little podcasting myself. You got to replace that county council income somehow. Exactly. Hope Big money in right? podcast. Hope it's not more than not, like a hundred bucks a month. Though. It's it's oh it's <laughs> it's good. No, it ninety seven hundred dollars a year. So it's not bad for for what we do. But yeah, ninety seven hundred a year. Dakota Davis. I mean, um, I really don't have any final thoughts. Clay, I'm looking forward to being your very first guest on your show. Get in line. Wow. Wow. Get in line. You're yeah, my backup listen. plan. Clay yeah. was the first choice for this show. <laughs> listen, he was. Clay. He came to me and asked how to produce a podcast. That's right. Well, well, that's all I'm well, well while, while he, uh-huh. while, while I was who, cutting his hair. Who wrote the guide to, for, while to I was teach cutting Chris his hair, how to produce a podcast? I'm like, wow. You know what? Because I, I did. I was saying, you guys are like ah! so far above me right now. Like, how can a little guy like me well, start out just, just with a basic little podcast? I can for, for $400 a month. For $400 a month, I think we can hold your hand. That puts us over the 600 <laughs> Right? So that means I mean, it goes uh, Pepper X. Uh, All right. Gosh. Well, I, I have a, uh, a final thought, and it's a rant, and it's a complaint. Uh-oh. Oh, God. School is back in session. Here we go. My route back from from uh, from 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 Muncie to Newcastle to my home on the south side, five doors from city limits is State Road Three to Riley Road. Is this for Aaron Dickin? This is for Councilman Dickin. Jerry this Walden is, is also in the chat, so he will and, and and Councilman Walden as well. But I want Councilman Dickin to know because this is in his ward. Uh oh, in our neighborhood, the speed limit sign has returned in front of Riley School. Riley Road is 30 miles an hour. Unless children are present, when children are present, it's 20 miles an hour. At 6.30 p.m., kids are not present. But the damn speed limit sign is still on. The, the variable speed limit sign that says the speed limit is 20 miles an hour, which is a lie. It is not true. It causes these terrified blue-haired women to drive 18 miles an hour down Riley Road at 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night. They're going to cause an accident. Their safety sign needs to be turned off or adjusted based upon what time of the day it is. 
Because oh. it's not a 20 mile an hour zone all day long, every day of the week, constantly. It's when the children are present. Is that what may, the one that goes starts flashing when you get above 25? It says no. slow down, no. the electric one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it says slow. Yeah. You're going too fast. Really? Really? Yeah. I'm going the speed limit at huh. 30 miles an hour. And it's, bl- it's going slow down, slow yeah, down. Yeah, slow down. down. You're yeah, going yeah. too damn fast. I yeah. That last night. Yeah, I hate yeah. those. Those yeah. are so annoying. Well, they it, also track. I also too, read though. in our in our media partner, the Courier Times, that the council was going to buy about thirty five more of those signs those, and put they, them everywhere to make yourself welcome. Yeah, you know, I, heard, I heard there was going to be quite a few. Yeah, there's going to be thirty five or forty those? more of those things all over town. Yeah. I look says, forward to uh, the blue hairs getting rear-ended. They're going to take it right up the bumper, Clay. Up the bumper. There, they have like two stages. And they say too fast, and then they say it says, slow, slow down. down, slow down, slow down. Yeah, slow yeah, down, like, and then like, it and like, then it switches. It and it says thank you. It's like when you get to then, seventeen miles yeah. an hour, it says yeah. thank it you. Says like but it wants you to five. do half yeah. the legal speed limit, Clay. I say we try to find the fourth stage. How fast do you have to be going before we're it automatically shutting down Riley Road tonight? I want to. We're yeah. shutting it down tonight. I, well, listen, 80? I'm getting the folks. Some heroes, some heroes reopen 14th Street, and I think maybe some heroes need to take that sign down or put another sign up on on it that says, "If kids aren't here, it's 30." Just a little, just a little homemade cardboard cutout sign, and we duct tape it up there to let everybody know. Got out of your car and tried to run to see how fast you could run. Yet this isn't the office. (laughs) This is my vigilante voice. I'm going to take down the speed limit sign. (laughs) I've developed kind of a personal relationship with them, actually. Because when I'm driving through, like I take it personal when it says you're going too fast. I'm like, oh, I better sorry. Down. Yeah, it's lying and to you. It, and then it says thank you, and when I, they, I'm like, feel like it's really yeah, uh, yeah. It wants you me. doing. I've done a good thing. It wants you doing sixty six percent of right. illegal speed. That's the problem. <laughs> thank you, robot sign. Right, <laughs> right. It does. I, I'm fine with the signs existing and, and collecting fuzzy. data and warm doing and, it, and being appropriate. But when it's lying to you, it's just, it's betraying the public trust. Oh, that's what it's doing. That's, right, on, and now we're going to ignore them. I've got yeah. one more thing. You brought up the office and remind me of Netflix and, and Clay's here. But Clay, I'm, I'm sure you don't remember this. It was about, I'd say, three years ago. I was sitting in the shop and you were telling me all about making a murder. Yeah. Know, the making yeah. of a murderer. Making, oh, boy. Making this, a murder. That's like a whole new episode. Making there. a murderer. Yeah. Yeah, making a murder. Yeah, did you ever watch it? I watched and I watched the second. Did you end up watching the second yeah. season? It's pretty amazing. It's isn't getting it? crazy. I I I think he's, I think he's innocent. I think he it's is. also he uh, made, hold on. He was like, dude, you it is also it. a TV show that is produced and designed to make you believe he's innocent. Okay, but listen, this dude's <laughs> innocent. Like I so, follow her Twitter. There's an inherent <laughs> bias. Have there. you seen it yet? Yeah. Okay. Obviously okay. not. If he I was going to say you can true. like you can look. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I think that he's innocent, but oh, I also I don't I, know. I think he's innocent. It's over. You can look I, up a lot of facts about this case. But there's also this part in my mind where it's, it's like, very interesting. Where it's, like, it's a very interesting show, and I know yeah. we're talking about this about two years too late, but yeah. Yeah. it's a heck of a show. Hold so, on. so are you going to be grilling bratwurst on the county courthouse lawn tomorrow for Republican? Yeah, Republican thanks for reminding uh, me. No, sir. How do we do? Tur- I may be able to. I may turkey, be there. I'm Repub- not sure. Libertarian turkey legs in the courthouse lawn. Is that equal opportunity, or well, do we have to have the majority well, of the commissioners you, you to have, get that to happen? You have to go to the commissioner president mm-hmm. and uh, get his uh, permission. Yeah. Is that Kim? So it's it's just a political. That would be Kim. As long as Kim I says see him it's okay. All the time. As long as Kim says okay, you can have your fundraiser on the courthouse Actually, lawn for so your what, political agenda. Kim's, Kim's I, arrested a lot of my family, so I'm sure he'll let me on the courthouse. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Actually, I think I think what happens. I think the request is made like to the commissioners, 
board of commissioners and the commissioners vote, I think is how it goes. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. Right. But yeah, that is tomorrow. Come on down, Brots. Way to, way to plug the opposition, Jeremy. Did you see that get put into right. citizens of Henry bucks. County? There's, there's fireworks outside. <laughs> Me and Chris have to be up in seven hours. So we're going to end Are you this, over baby. this? I'm ending it right, right now. We will see you all next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians Network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to wearelibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com. <laughs>